And let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, it is only by your gift that your faithful people offer you true and worthy service. Grant that we may run without stumbling to obtain your heavenly promises. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today is All Saints Day, where we remember the faithful lives of those saints who have outrun us to heaven. And today is a day where we think back and reflect on them, the lessons they taught us, and how we admire that they ran their race. So our scripture lesson today comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. I'm reading from the NIV. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. Because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. When all three of Bill and Jean Henson's children were still in elementary school, they decided to take a three-week camping trip to California. Alright, and if that wasn't crazy enough, they decided to let all their children invite a friend to go along with them. Alright, so three children and three friends, six children, two parents. Bill said the first night wasn't too bad. They camped somewhere in Mississippi. You know, that place where the mosquitoes are the size of sparrows. The second night, they camped in Amarillo, Texas. They set up a clothesline and got out the grill. They were going to splurge and have steak that night. So Bill put the charcoal in the grill. Gene set up the clothesline and then the wind came. It wasn't a gentle wind. It blew the clothesline and all the clothes out into a cow pasture. The only thing stopping them was a barbed wire fence. The old, that old wind also blew over the grill. And you know what that did? It scattered burning charcoal all over the grass. That's a nice, safe thing to have with six barefoot children running around. But Henson was a determined fellow. By will and fortitude and the good grace of God, they made it to California. And then the trip back home to Georgia started. 
At the first stop on the way back home, Bill left the heater. Then he left the grill. Then he left something else. His wife, Jean, kept asking him, Do you know that you're leaving? And every time Bill said, Yes, I'm leaving it. It looked like the trail of tears in reverse. One week later, after they got home, Bill sold his pop-up tent. Someone asked him, Why'd you do it? And he said, It took me that long to get it in the newspaper and get it sold. Now maybe that trip was too much, too quick, but Bill gave up camping. Now, as we go back to our scripture lesson today and we look at those verses, Paul talks about travelers living in tents. Paul says that we are simply passing through. We live in an earthly tent. We didn't come here to stay. This isn't our home. Do you remember what Psalm 39 says? Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You've made my, hand, my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath. Even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about, heaping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Save me from all my transgressions. We are the passing through Guest. We are the passing guest of God. We're on a journey. We're traveling. We're only passing through. You know, Rachel used to teach Georgia history, and there was an old Civil War song that goes, We're tenting tonight on the old campground. You know, Moffat translates this verse in a very interesting way. When this earthly tent we live in is pulled down, now, maybe I've watched too much Fixer Upper on HGTV, but when I think about pulled down, I think about an old house that's beyond repair. It's gotten so bad that finally it has to be torn down, pulled down, so that a new house can be built in its place. Years ago, Payne Stewart, the pro golfer, was flying in a Learjet from Florida to Texas. But he didn't make it. No one really knows what happened on that plane. But they didn't make some adjustment or correction in their direction. And the plane just continued at a very high altitude until it finally crashed. There was another golfer, a Christian, who said, Sometimes we act as though we're leaving the land of the living and going to the land of the dying. When in reality, we're leaving the land of the dying and going to the land of the living. 
on this, this first Sunday in November, All Saints Day, we celebrate that moving day has come for some of our loved ones. They have outrun us to heaven. They have left the earthly tent and now they have moved into that home, a home not made with human hands. And that's what we celebrate. We celebrate that our lives do not end in destruction. Our life doesn't end with death because dying is a transition to something infinitely better for all those who believe and put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. We're not headed towards some pulled down, tore down pile of ruins. We're moving into a transition into glory, into a heavenly home where we'll see the mortal become eternal. Paul says you are not naked. We do not leave this body and float around out there as some spirit world like Casper the Friendly Ghost. That's not our faith. Our Hebrew background, our belief is that we go from one body to another body. That God gives us a spiritual body. We put on Christ more completely, more fully, more perfectly than we ever have before. So when we give up this body, which wears out, we put on another body, one where there's no pain, no suffering, and no more tears. For us, death is a change of address. And it's a mystery. Because it's the work of God. Paul says that we will be changed as in the twinkling of an eye. At the sound of the trumpet, we are changed immediately. And this mortal puts on the immortal. That's the creative work of God. So the good news is that we can have Christian assurance that that is our destiny. We can know that this is going to happen for us. We don't just have hope. The Bible says that we have the witness of the Holy Spirit with our spirit that we will know Him in whom we have believed and are persuaded that He is able to keep that which we have committed unto Him against that day. We can know. Maxie Dunham who created the Walk to Emmaus and who was president of Asbury Seminary for a time, talked about his last visit with his mother. He said, I went to see my mother and she was just lying there like she had for several weeks. I saw her Bible right beside her bed and I remembered how many times she had read me her favorite song. Her favorite psalm was not 23, but the one after, Psalm 24. The one that begins, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And it goes on to ask the question, Who is going to ascend the Lord's holy hill? Who is going to stand in the holy place? 
And then the psalm answers the question. The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Max, he said, my mother had read that psalm to me over and over. It was her favorite psalm. He said that she read it proudly because his mother had never finished elementary school. And she was so proud that she had learned how to read and that she could read her favorite psalm to him again and again. So Maxie Dunham said, as I sat there beside her bed, knowing that my mother was about to slip away, I took her Bible and I opened it to Psalm 24 and said, Mother, I want to read you your favorite psalm. And he began reading, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And then, Who will ascend the hill of the Lord? Who will stand in His holy place? And then he said, I was about to read the one with clean hands and a pure heart. When I heard a sound, a croaking sound, it was the sound of my mother's voice. She had not made a sound for one month the time that she was in a coma. But in that moment, we clearly heard her say, clean hands, pure heart. And it was the last sound she made in this world. That, that is the witness of the Spirit. Paul says that God has given us the Spirit as a guarantee that we will enjoy eternal life with Him. And as we remember those who have gone before us, we remember their lives. We admire the way they ran their race. But we also have to remember our mission. That now our mission is to fill the gap that those faithful saints have left. Our mission is to fight more fiercely for our faith, to lift high the banner of Jesus, and to remember that as long as we are in this earthly tent, that we are to carry our cross. We are to do the work Jesus calls us to do, which is to love and to serve our neighbor and to share the good news that is in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.